What's up, everybody? Welcome to Kind of Funny Games Daily for Monday, October 7th, 2019. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller, alongside a free man, Bruce Green. <laughs> it's not like I was a slave. <laughs> Twitch.tv slash Bruce Green. Hey, Bruce, how are you? I'm doing very well. How are you doing, Greg? I'm good. I'm good. How are you enjoying? Well, you brought a little bit of L.A. weather with you. Oh, it's beautiful. Like, honestly, it's usually really cold here, and it's it is. beautiful up here today. And we'll see by the end of the day how you feel about being in the studio <laughs> when it's nice outside. Because I'll tell you what, the jacket, Halloween jacket, already coming off. Why are we? What? I'm prepping. Already? What do you well, mean? I mean I'll as wear as I start every show. Oh, you're going to regret that. Well, Bruce is going to wear. Hold on. Oof, there, there you go. It, there you go. There you go. You're in shorts, too, so that's helpful. I mean, yeah, of course. See, Pro Maneuver, I packed basketball shorts today just in case because I'm not sure how hot it's going to get. Kevin, open that drape over there. I see you close that you're drape. You're going to change during the show? You're no, 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 not during the show. But it's you, you and me, of course, doing Kind of Funny Games Daily today. You and me doing We Have Cool Friends after this. That's right. Then yeah. you finally get a break. Uh-huh. We do uh, the Kind of Funny podcast. Then you're streaming on your channel I'm here. Streaming from on my channel. Office. I gotta figure out what we're gonna stream and who we're gonna stream with. Ooh. Who's who's here today? Is everybody? Oh, here? everybody will be here. Okay, yeah, yeah. Right, right. You should probably get that nitro rifle kid, Andy Cortez. You know what I mean? Who? Andy Cortez. He's this guy. He really wants to work at Funhouse, and I hear there's an opening. I mean, there is an opening, but I don't know for somebody of uh, with with no experience and ill repute. So. Exactly. Great point, <laughs> uh, Bruce. Today we're gonna talk about Ms. Marvel joining the Avengers, Destiny's raid finally being bested, and more. Because this is kind of funny games daily. Each and every week, on a variety of platforms, we run you through the nerdy video game news you need to know about. If you like that, be part of the show. Patreon.com/slash kind of funny games with your questions, comments, concerns, and everything under the video game sun. Then tune in to watch the show live on Twitch.tv/slash kind of funny games if you're watching live you have a special job go to kind of funny.com slash you're wrong <laughs> tell us what we screw up as we screw it up what's going so on we can here? set the record straight for everybody <laughs> watching later on you well kevin is running in to try to do things but he does that thing where he's like i'm gonna bend down and you still, you still see, see his, like his a little, body go like by. a little humpback whale going below <laughs> <laughs> on that screen like <laughs> we you, see gotta, you. you gotta bend so low you know i don't know why i would say why even bother you know uh, what i mean just walk on in youtube.com slash kind of funny games uh rooster teeth.com and podcast services around the globe the jacket looks good on you i mean it's it a feels big. powerful it feels like yeah. my dad's jacket yeah imran came in and he hosted on a friday without me because i was in la and yeah. sure enough he wore it too and yeah it was very much like tom hanks at the end of big when <laughs> <laughs> the little kids like walking up where'd you get it uh i got that of course it's spirit halloween this and, is, and I'll have awesome. you know, I paid for it so there you go twenty dollars ten dollars halloween way more well, it was a full suit. It comes oh, with the, oh, the jacket, the pants, and a tie. What? Just for and a jacket? Tie. No, 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 no. You're fine over there. Uh, housekeeping. Thank you to our Patreon producers, Blackjack and Mohammed Mohammed. Uh, today we're brought to you by Hymns and Quip, but we'll talk about all that later. For now, let's begin the show with what is and forever will be the Roper Report. Time for some news. Four items on the Roper Report. Oh, Baker's Dozen. Thank you very much, Kev. Uh, number one comes from New York Comic Con. What did he say? Baker's Dozen? A Baker's Dozen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. I don't know. I'm it's an sure. old reference. Don't worry. It's very, right. very old. Really, really inside joke. Wait, it's a podcast beyond thing we stole that we keep going here. So oh, that's, good. That's how old it is. You could get sued for that. No. no, well, there's, no. Trust me. If they wanted to sue us, the, I mean, I call it the Roper Report, which is what I invented on Beyond. Parrish Schneider's got a laundry list of things okay, he can sue right. us for. Don't worry about it. <laughs> uh, number one on the Roper Report, Ms. Marvel herself, Kamala Khan, is joining Marvel's Avengers game from Square Enix. This is the official press release. Today, at New York Comic Con 2019, Square Enix and Crystal Dynamics reveal that fan-favorite Kamala Khan is the latest playable superhero to be featured in Marvel's Avengers. Co-created by G. Will... Uh, Wh- G. Willow Wilson, uh, Adrian Alfona, uh, Sana 
Amanat. These, these are tough. And tough Stephen names. Wacker. Oh, and I have such a problem with names, period. <laughs> in the comics, Kamala is an enthusiastic teenager who defends her hometown, Jersey City, as the costume Ms. Marvel. First appearing in Captain Marvel number 14 in August 2013, Kamala quickly captured the attention or in, in the imagination of generations of true believers, leading to her own monthly comic series in February 2014. A self-avowed Avengers fan in the game's original story, Kamala Khan must apply her intellect, optimism, and unique abilities to the task of unraveling a global conspiracy and reassembling her personal heroes in time to stop a new secretive organization, Advanced Idea Mechanics AIM, before they unleash one of the greatest threats Earth has ever faced. Players first encounter a young Kamala during A-Day, where Captain America, Iron Man, Hulk, Black Widow, and Thor are unveiling a high-tech Avengers headquarters in San Francisco, including the reveal of their own helicarrier powered by an experimental energy source, which is never good. We have an experimental energy source. Why would they call it the experimental energy source? Shove it in this uh, flying fortress we got up there. Nothing back <laughs> up. The celebration turns deadly when a catastrophic accident results in a massive de devastation. Kamala is exposed to the mysterious Terrigen Mist and Ooh. finds herself developing extraordinary polymorphic powers, which she subsequently hides for years. Mm. Blame for the tragedy, the Avengers disband. Five years later, with all superheroes outlawed and the world in peril, Kamala uncovers a shocking conspiracy and embarks on a quest to reassemble the hero she believes in and to become the hero she was destined to be. Players begin the journey as Kamala Khan and learn the origins of her extraordinary powers. As the story expands, Kamala uh, plays an essential role in bringing the disbanded Avengers back together. As each superhero is added to the roster, players must master all of their unique abilities, rebuild and customize the Avengers team to face increasingly growing threats only the Avengers together can defeat. I had never heard of Kamala Khan until someone suggested in the trailer, it was a few months ago yeah, when it came out, the, uh, the, San Diego the person that fell on the grate, that's Kamala Khan, and I yeah. went, who? So where do you come down on your Marvelness then? So all my Marvelness lies in the MCU. Ah, all okay. of it. Okay. Uh, the comics I actually chose to avoid once I started realizing I liked the movies. Yeah, okay, so, so you had the surprises. Yeah, because a lot of people were like, oh my gosh, it's like this one thing in the comics. I'm like, shut up. I don't want to know. I'd actually much rather see the movies and be surprised. What was that like then for you watching Winter Soldier? Did you see that coming? Um, no, 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 not at all. Yeah, nice. I mean, like, it was great. Yeah. Um, and also, like, when uh, Captain America... Grab the hammer. Sure. I had no idea that was going to happen. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. And I was so excited about yeah, it. So, yeah, 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 so I'm, so I have no idea. I don't know what Miss Marvel does or is or who, you know, what, she's a great what kid. part she plays. She embiggens. Means she gets large, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. She can enlarge her hands or feet. She's, she's a shapeshifter kind of thing going on over there. She can there. enlarge anything she wants. Yeah. Anything? She can look like, yeah, she can do whatever she wants. What about her toes, Greg? There's big old toes, big old toes, big old fingers. You know what I'm People saying? like sucking toes, <laughs> Oh, Greg. man, she'll put these fingers anywhere you need her to to stop crying. I didn't say any of that, <laughs> all right? I'm saying maybe she's... Why do you think to... people like to suck toes? I, and that I, made even less sense. Because people like to suck toes. <laughs> sure. People like to put fingers in things. Greg, it's true. Nick. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Kevin. Obviously, Kevin sucks toes. <laughs> Greg, Nick's got, the, got that website. Remember what? What website? Sony made a website for like people that appreciate toes for Nick. Oh yeah, they did. Yeah, like I think they put they put Nick on. A does Nick suck toes feet. too? I bet he does. Oh, Nick will suck anything. <laughs> uh, let's dial it back. Where do you come down in the Avengers game then? Since you're a big movies guy. Well, I mean, I was really worried. I mean, I watched yeah. that. I watched that trailer and I was like, "Who are these people?" First of all, <laughs> um, because it's like it looks like Captain America in, a, in an umpire's yeah, uniform, bullet, right? Yeah, uh, which is the worst, probably the worst defender. But like the or, or no, actually. Is it Robert Downey Jr. or not? No, no, I'm sorry. Iron Man yeah. that has long hair. Some, one of them yeah. has long when they hair. Do the, when they do the five-year jump, Tony Stark has long hair. Some people grow their hair out. It's not a big deal. I think Kevin's talking about that because he grew his hair he grew out. His hair out to be—he wanted. It doesn't to look, look like cool. It doesn't look cool. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. 
Um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm no, not. On, no, I'm not being honest, it's Kevin. It's important to be truthful. Um, either way, I I don't know. I mean, like they just. This doesn't feel like the Avengers that I know and love. Yeah. Are you uh, going to give it a shot though? Because we were absolutely, talking about this. I'll give it a shot. Yeah, yeah. I I played the demo at PAX, right? And so I got to go through this initial set, yeah. the introduction thing. And I think all the criticisms you've heard leveled at it, and people have talked about in terms of gameplay, staying true. Where yeah. it's like we talked about it for a while on Gamescast, where it's like it's fun. I didn't feel like I was having the. It, it wasn't the, you know Thor catching his hammer doesn't feel like Kratos catching the Leviathan axe. Got it. However, it is that hey here's a sampling of what's happening in the gameplay. Sure. And so for them to do this, I mean for me as a comic book fan, as a you know a comic book fan, video game fan, a MCU fan as well. Yeah. Uh, I like Kamala Khan. I know a lot about her. I, I did read a lot of Ms. Marvel. For it to be now centered around her, she's the protagonist of the five years later. That's a cool thing we haven't seen, and okay. I feel like that's what. Uh, the Avengers game has struggled with on introduction okay. is that it is hey we're coming off this 22 3 movie thing that has been Over unlike we've ever seen yeah, yeah, you've yeah. all grown up you've all grown to love these characters now we're giving you them in a video game but not them and they don't look right compared it's like that is such a a monumental task of give yeah. us an introduction to all these characters to show it's the Avengers, but then take them somewhere interesting. Well, hold on, let me ask you this: yeah. Why didn't Why didn't Marvel just go, "Hey, Square Enix, make a game, but with the movie characters"? Is it because the the likenesses were too hard to get, the voices sure, were too hard to get? Is that I'm what sure, it was? I'm sure it's all of that, and then I'm sh I'm also sure that like Kevin over at MCU, right, is like Feige no, was like, yeah, just stay no, away. From yeah, it. of course not. Like that, I mean, he didn't work with the TV people, right? Like I don't think the video games, and not to mention how fast video games change. I like them all having their own world. I just feel like they were put behind the eight ball in terms of announcing it because yeah, they, were. they can't show you the cool shit yet. Right. I think the fact that we get five years, like, and again, I've played through the entire introduction from what they say or like gameplay of all the Avengers, I think, and I wouldn't be surprised if we play as Kamala before that to set that up. But anyways, yeah. I think then jumping at five years and us getting a broken Tony Stark, right, with long hair, who long again hair. we saw in the trailer uh, they put out at Comic Con of this, uh, you know, a Bruce who a Bruce Banner who's not in with the Avengers anymore, and like apparently yeah. there was a giant rift between them, is what sure. it seems, sure. and like Cap's dead, Thor gave it up, like it it should be interesting to jump into that world and actually get going with that. I hope so. I mean, yeah. I, re I really do. It, this to me feels like I'm picking up a game of the Avengers that I've never heard of before. Yeah. So it's like. Hey, you know, like Iron Man, and I, I, like I have a cursory knowledge of them before the MCU. That's yeah. what it feels like. If it, in 2008, here, play this game, and I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, I'll, I'll give it a shot. See what happens. Yeah, I think you know the we have a lot of questions about it. I guess we should get into those. But yeah, I yeah. think people talking more and more about it being like Destiny. I think is going to be an interesting grab. Of how will that bring people in? This game is going to be like Destiny in terms of like yeah, you know, ever going. But we're going to get into some of that. So let's get it. Let's get it. Boom. Borzin zero zero says good morning, Greg and Bruce. Kamal Khan is joining the Avengers game, and I could not be happier. However, this still is not making me get this game on day one, and I am wondering if this trailer for the inclusion of Ms. Marvel is because there is a good chunk of people who are not feeling the game, and they are trying to get more pre-orders. Did this move the needle for you guys on getting the game, or do you feel that, uh, this would have been better to have her in the game and people find out when they play the game? Um, this doesn't move the needle at all. For yeah. me. Literally not at all. I don't care. Um, and so when a lot of people were excited about Kamal Khan, I was like, who? It doesn't matter to me. Um, I don't know if you've heard my theory on Venom, I the have movie. It. The movie, yeah. Um, I don't know. Remember that? But, uh, famous line from the trailer. <laughs> a very famous line yeah, yeah, from the... Yeah. Yeah. Um, if Andy gets here on time, he can do the impression. Uh, he does it better than I me. Just really, uh, <laughs> so Venom, I think the only reason Venom was a success, because it wasn't a good movie, was that everyone thought it was part of the MCU. Sure. Because they saw Marvel on it, and they yeah. went, oh, cool, all right, I'll go see... I know what Venom is. It's from Marvel, right? That's going to fit in. Yeah. And then everyone went and saw it and went like, oh, 
Okay. A lot of people probably left not knowing it didn't fit in. I, I, like, th I they, think you're they, probably right. They were very ambiguous for a reason. And so that's what this feels like to me. This is more of like, I don't think Ms. Marvel plays into it at all. I think this is more of like, hey, it's the Avengers. You know, the ones you know and love. Go buy the game. And then they buy the game. And they're like, what is this? Yeah. I don't understand. So no, for me, it doesn't change anything at all. For me, it does move the needle. It makes really? me way more interested oh, okay. in the story. Because right. I, I was actually, if it's especially coming off of Endgame, where it's like five years later. Okay, great. Like, And then the game does pretty much the exact same thing. So if it was just going to pick up and I am playing the same characters, ugh. To give us a character that is us, basically, Kamala yeah. Khan, who is a fan of the Avengers, as they've talked about in the press release, uh, and is a fan of the comics as well. She's a big into superheroes. Mm -hmm. To have her be our lens that we're going to go through and experience this thing, try right. to get these guys together. If you watch the trailer of, like, you know, it, they're very much not the Avengers we expect, where it's like yeah, she no. pitches to Bruce and Tony what's happening, and they're both like, no, we're not going to fucking help. Like, yeah. we know it's a setup. Why would we do this? And they want to walk away. Like, yeah. It'll be interesting to see her... Goodwill win it over. Um, one of the things, you know, Borzen, you say, you know, if this trailer uh, is because there's a good chunk of people who are not feeling the game, well, they get more pre-orders. Of course, every trailer is so you, they get more pre-orders. Got it. Uh, however, this is definitely a scheduled marketing beat. It happened at New York Comic Con. This was their point. This yeah. is how I'm sure they wanted to do it. Of hope, you know, hopefully, when they announced it, get people super stoked to have right. the Avengers core. I don't think it went the way they wanted to since E3. They've doubled backed a few times. Like I said, my PAX demo, when I talked about it at Gamescast, was uh, very much like, answering our questions, trying to explain without revealing everything what's happening in this game and what it's going to be. And so to drop her in there, I think that's a really interesting story for me, which I'm all about. I'm still going to play it. Of course you I'm are. still going to play it. Of course you better. I mean, I, Play with me, PlayStation 4, you know what I'm saying? Can we play Get, together? Throw this PC out the window. Look, throw it out the window. I, I, have, I have a real problem with the fact that all of you guys are Sony fanboys over here. Too sweet. Woo, you know Sony! Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. Xbox is better, obviously. No, no, the exclusive. You ever go through the menu? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I go through the menu all the time, literally every night. When I use it, every single night. Anything in it, you know, it's a giant pain in the ass. Sony's UI is garbage. Nah, it's. I mean, it's not good. We can agree with that. Look, look, I'm. There's no way I'm going to change any minds here. Chad wrote into Patreon.com/slash Kind of Funny Games and said this: Good morning, Greg and Big Daddy Bruce. The length of Square Enix's Avengers campaign has been disclosed, and a lot of people think it's too short. Is length of a campaign an, object an objective point of criticism, or is it something more subjective? Uh, if you missed it, Chad is referring to uh, Rich Briggs being interviewed on comicbook.com. Over there, Rich from Crystal Dynamics says this. I think it'll depend when asked how long the game is. I think it'll depend on exactly how deep you want to go into it. So if you think about previous Crystal games, you know that if you want to be playing your way through the core story, it's going to be in that area 10 to 12 hours. But if you want to see everything there is and do all the side missions and everything else, you're generally looking at 30, out, 30 plus hours in Tomb Raider games. Hmm. So we're not putting exact numbers on it just yet, but you can expect something comparable to what we've done in the past with that regard. And then, of course, you have the extended narrative and the extended game plan, more heroes post-launch. Uh, we're now going back to Chad. Forgive me if I'm wrong, but you've mentioned that open-world games are simply too daunting and vast for your lifestyle nowadays. Everyone seems to have their own preference when it comes to these campaign lengths. Do you think, in modern games criticism, that length is something uh, that should even factor into reviews anymore? Or is it perhaps something more of a when-it-feels-right situation, i.e. a campaign is too short, is short but satisfying, slash a campaign is long but bloated and five to seven hours could have been cut out? Uh, ska? Came before reggae. That is an inside joke for Chad. me. Just, oh, okay, just for me, Chad. Good. Thanks, I'm never Chad. Sure, you know what I mean? <laughs> Sometimes I'm, I'm afraid the inside jokes are bringing up are going to be like salt in the wound. Oh, <laughs> no, you know, not at all. No, no, not at all. No. Um, where I, do you I, think? I wanna, I, well, I, I want to hear your your thoughts on this first because I've got a very like defined answer on this okay. one. But you, I want to hear your thoughts on whether or not you think a campaign uh, length matters in review. I think it matters in review in the way it should probably it should be brought up. 
I, as a, as a, as reviews uh, reviews are hard nowadays, right? Because there is their uh, opinion pieces. That's yeah. how I want it. I want to know what your experience was with the game. But layered into that, I still also need some of the back of the box details, mm-hmm. and I always want to know how long a game is. That I think that is interesting. I don't know necessarily if it should be uh, a pro or a con. That's a different thing. I yeah. want that fact in there more than I want it to be nailing somebody to the wall, vice versa. Like you know, uh, Legend of Zelda, the new one that just came out. Oh yeah, everybody's talking Link exactly. Oh my, it's, six, <coughs> it's you know six dollars, but it's an old game and it's only twelve hours or whatever. It's like it's pretty good. I mean, exactly. And I mean that's how I came down on it too. But it's you know. You know, when Journey launched, right, and was a one-sitting experience for, what, $15? Kind of funny.com slash you're wrong, $20? <laughs> uh, I, I thought that was well worth it. And even, like, you know, with Apple Arcade stuff now, where that's harder because of a subscription, but yeah. I don't mind that. I actually really appreciate that, you know, uh, Assemble with Care is a flight. That's all it was. Yeah. Florence I paid full price for, right? And that was 45 minutes on a flight, and it's one of those games that I still think about and resonated with me. Oh, like, wow. I don't think it needs to be, I'm paying it, I need you know just gargantuan numbers in gameplay out of it i don't not every game needs to be the everlasting gobstopper no not at all well, i think that's kind of what this game it seems if this is going to go the destiny way of content which means it's going to go for years then i feel like 60 bucks is probably pretty good to start yeah if you're getting a 10 to 12 hour campaign up to 30 hours with side quests and things like that I, just in terms of length sounds good to me and um, that, that was the thing and if you haven't uh keeping up like when i went and got the demo at pax and was getting shown all the bells and whistles and stuff it is very much like you're, you know, re-equipping stuff to you. Like their their loadout screen, which yeah. I frantically tried to find on Gamescast, and it turns out I've only seen it in person. Uh, looks like Destiny. Oh wow! Like it's got okay. the banner up top. It's got the cursor over here. You grab things. You drop new gauntlets like, on Iron changing, Man. Yeah. It is not cosmetic. You drop it on, and it's like doing your stats. Cool. It's not changing what Iron Man looks like. Yeah. You know, there's different suits for Iron Man or whoever it is. I feel. With that and the way they described how it is played, uh, all right, cool. There are the solo missions that are the story missions that you go into with whatever character is being forced for the story. Then there are the multiplayer war zone missions, I believe they're called, where you jump in with whoever you want and you're leveling your characters. And so it's like yeah. 30 hours. It's, it's how much do you love this game and how much it's playing? So if it is that it really clicks for you and you have a max level cap, but I want to roll with Bruce and you're just starting him, I'll, I'll bring in my new Hulk or whatever right. and go that way. Yeah, yeah. Well, for me, this is, again, this is only like, I would say 10 hours is probably about I'm gonna, all I'm going to put into this. If it's an open world game, it's 30 hours. I'm probably not going to do all that stuff. Yeah. That's just not me. Um, but that said, if it's 10 to 12 hours and then you get multiplayer and all that other stuff that it's starting out with for $60, uh, I think that's pretty a, a pretty fantastic deal. Uh, especially since it's Avengers. It's all these like licensed properties they had to pay a lot of money for, obviously. Yeah. Um, I think my best example is Destiny. Right now, I just bought Shadowkeep. Over we'll the weekend, I know, I know, I'm, I'm using it as a segue. But I, I bought Shadowkeep, and it's uh, pay like fifty five bucks for Shadowkeep plus all the other content that you get now. But I've already bought Destiny too, yeah, yeah. a couple of times. I bought the season pass, I bought the actual original game, <laughs> et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And when I when I beat Shadowkeep, it was three, maybe four hours, possibly for that campaign. Way too short. Yeah, yeah. it didn't wasn't satisfying. Way too short. And I was like, what the? F- I paid fifty five dollars for this shit. You got to be kidding me. And the more that I thought about it, the more I was like, all right, well, I'm going to grind it out. I'm going to end up playing a lot. And there's also the raid and all this other stuff. I was like, I guess. Like, yeah. I guess. Like, they, they kind of got me on that one. I felt a little bit like I wasn't getting my money's worth. Just a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but with this game, I, I, they're going to give you, I think they're going to give you a lot more. And they've talked about it, too. Like, you know, all the heroes and the maps or whatever, maybe missions or whatever, I forget, is for the first year is free. It's yeah. so like they're giving. There yeah. is going to be additional content to it that will keep you coming back and going. Sure, and I really yeah. do. They are trying to make it their games as a service from for all intents. That's and purposes. cool. Yeah, that's so cool. It'll be interesting to see I how. Hope, it I hope it's good. 
Me too. Man, Me I too. hope it's good. Yeah, that's the. And I, it's the interesting question again of like. There's a bug flying around. It's the interesting question right, of like, how good does it need to be? You know, I obviously want it to be a 10 out of 10. Yeah. I love, I love Marvel. I love superheroes. I love the cast. I love Crystal Dynamics games. From what I played, I didn't get that vibe. Again, hard to say because it's mm -hmm. a sample platter. Let's jump between all the different characters. Yeah. Let's do all these different things. If it's a 7-5, if I enjoy it that much, am I going to keep coming back to it like to, when they drop new content? Or am I going to be that invested to do, go and level other characters and unlock different suits they keep showing? The reason you come back to Destiny every single time is because of the shooting mechanics. Because mm -hmm. Bungie knows how to make a shooter. Yeah. Like, and they've known how to do it for 20, 30 years now at this point. So every time you come back to Destiny, you can all, like, the, if the campaign sucks or whatever, you're just like, you know what? At least the game's fun to play with still my friends. Still fun to shoot things, yeah. Still fun to shoot yeah. things. Still fun to shoot at their heads. You know, like, that's, that's great. That mechanic. Yeah. And that never changes. Uh if the mechanics in this game are a little rough, which they seem like they may be from what I've heard and what I've seen, then it might be a little tougher. Interesting. Yeah. yeah I don't know. I, you played it. I, I, but I'm there with you. Where it's, oh, okay, it was, right, it was right. a mixed bag. Where I, I thought Cap was awesome. Cap oh, okay, was su cool. super fun to play. I can easily see me, like, when I'm uh, going through and, okay, cool. Story modes are forcing me, but when somebody wants to play with me, I'll jump in with my Cap, Cap. I would think. But, like... Hulk felt like the Hulk. All right, cool. I'm running around smashing stuff. You know, mm -hmm. Thor was fun, but again, it didn't feel as good. But that's the thing where it's like, does it need to? It's still fun to call down Thunder and throw Mjolnir. Iron Man didn't feel good in terms of like really? hovering and fighting, but like I, I'm hoping that when it's a more open environment, not just me being funneled on the bridge. Right. Black Widow was interesting. Like, hmm. it's one of those games I want more time with. I want, okay. you know, I really want, All I right. do want to sit down and yeah. play for a while. Let it alone. Now I can embiggen. Pretty cool. <laughs> the first thing I'm doing is embiggen my toes, Kevin. Uh, he means get larger. Get large. Oh, I'm embiggening right now. Ugh. Number two. <laughs> the wor world's first has been hit on the new Destiny raid. This is Samuel Horty over at PC Gamer. Destiny 2 speedrun clan Ascend have become the first players to finish Garden of Salvation, the raid from the shooter's new Shadowkeep expansion. The Ascend team made up of Antivist, Cyber, X-Black, Monks, Narhuzzle, and pa Pash. Uh, completed the complex multi-part raid in six hours and 13 minutes, which is roughly in line with the first-time records for other Destiny 2 raids. It was a nail-biting finish. They completed the Garden of Salvation just two minutes and 33 seconds ahead of the second-place team, according to the official game's official Twitter account. That's crazy. That's How does that feel for you? Like you're, you're, that's you haven't even started it, right? Oh, no. No, absolutely not. Okay. Uh, my, my friend Jacob, uh, he was raid-ready. And he went in and he was like, all right, 10 a.m. We're going to do it day one with a, a bunch of like other, you know, Destiny, pro, not pros, but like close to pros. And they raided for 12 hours on Saturday Yeesh. and got about halfway through. Oof. Um, and they eventually just gave up because they're just like, ah, we just can't do it anymore. These guys beat it in half the time. And they did it like on, that was a speed run. They're, they're a speed run clan. Yeah. They knew, they knew how to do it. So like they had never seen this before. Yeah, they went in blind. And, yeah. and Raids are difficult. They're difficult even when you know it's happening. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, uh, it's that's that is quite a feat. It's really cool. It's like there aren't there aren't many things in video games that we can all rally around and be like, that's really hard to do, and we can all watch all at once. And this is one of them. Yeah, so, cool. Uh, of course, that's, uh, Bungie will send them a championship belt, which is pretty cool. That's so cool. And also, they have the right to buy jackets now too. Oh. So you can buy a raid jacket that says you beat it, but you have to prove that you beat it. Okay. Um, and then eventually they sell those jackets later. But you would never buy the jacket if you hadn't beaten the raid. Why would you ever do that, Greg? I want to look cool. I Don't know. Like no, no, you it. can't. You can't do that. I beat the one raid with the guy with the chalice. That's cool. Yeah. Right? So I, where's my jacket? You could buy the jacket. It's like 150 bucks, but 
That's a little cool. Is the fat guy with the chalice on it? I don't know that it's cool, and I don't think the fat guy with the chalice is on it. <laughs> I mean, if, that, if, that was a, if he was the Mac logo, his face all fucked uh, up. Look, I'm just saying I don't know that it's cool. Okay. You seem like you like it. You seem like look, you want I think one. it's You're cool wearing a pretty cool jacket right the, now. I'm not wearing a cool jacket. Okay, first off, that's insulting. <laughs> Alex Russ writes in to <laughs> patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames and says, The raid race in Destiny 2 has begun, or began Saturday, and after a surprisingly short seven hours, it was cleared. It's surprising that such a large expansion dropped a raid that could be cleared so quickly, although Black Armory was cleared in roughly the same amount of time as well. Do you think perhaps the shorter clear time was to entice the massive flow of new players joining up with New Light? I'm personally a fan of the shorter experiences, but I also miss the larger experience of the Leviathan raid. I absolutely agree with Alex. I do think it was a reason to get new players in because yeah. had, did you install it yet? I have installed. I haven't started playing. It's on Steam, free to play. Uh, they they put you up to the max level before, um, I guess before Shadowkeep, and it was seven fifty. So they got all your players to seven fifty. You just mm. start, and it only takes about. I want to say, like, let's say six hours to get to 900. Okay. Um, yeah, it seemed like that was way quicker than people were expecting. It was really, really quick. Yeah. Um, th there's a grind after that to get yourself raid of ready. Uh, probably another probably another eight hours or so. But that's pretty fast to get yeah, yeah, raid totally. ready in 15 hours. Um, I, uh, having played World of Warcraft Classic recently and trying to get my character raid ready, I was just like, this is going to take hundreds of hours. <laughs> was, and so I had to give up. Yeah. Um, just I didn't have the time. With this, it's cool because you, you can you can do a raid with your friends in 15 hours. Right. Um, and the raids are the reason, I mean, people will disagree with me for Destiny, but the raids are the reason people play Destiny. Okay. Like, it's cool. Destiny's story is really cool. Shooting mechanics are great. Yeah. Again. Uh, but you get to combine all those things with the raids and have a great time with your friends. It's really cool to all coordinate and do something with your friends in a video game. That's very, very rare again. Uh, and I think that that's what these are for. I, I agree with you, right? And I think it's interesting because they walk a fine line where I think Destiny 2 at launch, right? And you, you're you're obviously a Destiny super fan. You can correct me if I'm uh, wrong. It's not super fan, but I mean, I mean, I know super fans. Yeah, well, I know. That's always the thing when you say it and then like, yeah, Fran or Andrea bust through the wall and yeah, talk yeah, about yeah. all those differences. Yeah. Uh, but it's that idea that like when Destiny 2 launched, it, some the hardcore thought it might be too casual, right? And that was it. Oh, I love that though. I did too. Oh man, I platinum yeah. Destiny too. Like yeah. I came in and played the shit out of it. You know what I mean? I had a great time with it. Yeah. But once I put it down, I was done with it. And right. I never picked it back up whereas like they the hardcore audience wants to grind and wants something to con consistently work for yeah every, every so time well go ahead go ahead the, putting this one in and making i mean six hours obviously seven hours for a speed run group yeah, yeah. nothing to scoff at it's that's probably more like 10 to 12 but, exactly yeah. and you're talking about your friends out there and how yeah. long it took them to do right like that's it is enticing because it does make oh i can do that right yeah. and I, it was I, I, when i did leviathan raid which was the chalice dude right yeah right when i did leviathan raid like the, i didn't raid at all in destiny one when i came and did it in destiny two it was that cool thing of like i set aside an entire saturday yeah you know what i mean and i sat That's there cool. and we, we didn't even do it you know i remember coming to bed that night and jen's like how was it i'm like we played eight hours and we still didn't win and it was awesome you know what i mean yeah. that it is fun to sit there and be like fuck next time i can do better what weapon are you using okay hold on let me switch the loadout let you me change, come yeah, change your loadout change your class like the, it's really really cool I, I i don't think that that's i don't know that that's a thing that exists in most video games right now where you get somebody you get six people together other than raids again and, and world of warcraft that's the only thing i can think yeah, of any mmo like, like has raids 30 obviously. to 50 people yeah. and they do it for eight hours that's neat yeah that's, that's really that's cool. what humans do best they get together and work on things right um, I, so I'm really glad that they made it more casual. Destiny 2, that's what got me in. Yeah. And this most recent time, since I have been streaming more, like obviously full-time now, um, it gave me a reason to play Destiny. Before I couldn't, I couldn't 
leverage the time of, you know, having a, a normal day job and other stuff and like obviously having a girlfriend and I couldn't be like, all right, well, I'm gonna sit down and do 12 hours of destiny to get sure. myself to the raid. Now I can. And it's super exciting. It's your job now. It's right. my job yeah. now. Um, which made it really, really cool. Is that all you've been streaming then this week? No, no, no. Okay. I, I streamed other stuff too. Um, but I kept wanting to go back. Yeah. I kept wanting to go back to Destiny and I felt bad because I had played so much of it already. Yeah. So I was like, I can't keep playing Destiny, can I? Or can I? Can I? <laughs> so I eventually just played a little bit on my own, like off stream. Um, but uh, I, I don't know. It's just, it's, exci it's exciting. It's, it's exciting to get your friends together and do this. Yeah. So now, wait. What, so you, earlier on, when we were talking about Shadow Keep, you seemed, you, you started off sour on it. The Shadow Keep story sucks. So, okay. Sorry. No, I'm just, fine. Uh, just hey. tell, it, tell it how you feel. The Shadow Give Keep, them the one, Kevin. Well, I, I already. Wait, what do I get? Oh, there we go. Where am I looking? Okay. You're looking at that one. The Shadow Keep story is not good. I'm sorry. Forsaken. Did you play Forsaken at all? Uh, no. Forsaken was awesome. Um, Forsaken was a like beginning to end story. It took like six hours, maybe a little more. Uh, and it was rad. It had Cade. It was like they had a bunch of different bosses. You knew where you were going. You knew what the point of the, the whole story was. Uh, Shadow Keep ends with a just a like a wet fart. It's nothing. <laughs> Um, and all, all the Destiny super fans right now in chat, I'm sure, are saying, there's more to it. There's more coming. No, Just suck. give them time. Oh, is that what they're saying, Kevin? No, I don't know. I'm not reading. Oh, you're not even watching chat. Um, if I was watching chat, I'm sure they'd be We like, do a polished podcast here. We don't look at chat. Uh, right, don't worry about it. <laughs> well, either way, that's what they're saying. And <laughs> Trust I, me, that's I, what they're well, saying. They've said it to me a couple times already in my chat, and, uh, and I understand what they're saying. However, there is no story right now. So if mm. Greg got on and wanted to play Shadowkeep, Let's say Greg, casual Greg. That's me. Get it, wanted to get on uh, Destiny 2, and he was like, hey, you know what? I'm going to play Shadowkeep just because. I want to check out the story. And he plays through it, and then it ends, and nothing happens. He goes, well, what was that for? Yeah. You never come back to it. Well, they're doing it in a weird... Fran was trying to explain this on the Gamescast, and as usual, just franned it up, and it took 30 minutes, and no one understood <laughs> anything. They're doing it in, like, four parts, right? Like, you paid for it, and you get it in no. different chunks? No, yeah, uh -huh. and, and the reason they're doing that is because of development cycles. Sure, of course, yeah. Which is totally fine with me. Bungie, you know, take your time, obviously. But again, if you're like Greg, who just wants to go in and play it for a few hours and then finish the story... If it ends and you go, that was stupid. You're not going to come back in a month right. and be like, all right, fire up the Shadow Keep thing because I remember the story. Like, you don't even remember any of it. Yeah. Um, but I remember the guns. You'll remember the guns and yeah. the, yeah, you remember the shooting, but you won't remember Shadow Keep. Um, I'm excited to play the rest of the story, but that's apparently months away. Okay. <laughs> so I don't know that that's exactly the right way to do it. I get it uh, from a development cycle standpoint. I understand. However, I don't know that that's the right way to get the casual people in like Greg. Well, I don't, see, I, that's the thing is I just don't think it's interesting. Again, we're talking about like the six hours and acting like that's casual because it isn't, let alone for speedrunners and like not. we're saying yeah. it's going to be longer. It's also the fact that I think they've moved away from trying to cater to me because they found, I think, with mm. the launch of it mm -hmm. that they understand a player like me will play the game, roll the credits, platinum the game and put it down and not feel enticed to pick it back up. Yeah. They understand, I think, the, you know, now that they're away from Activision and they probably understood this with Activision, but couldn't say it. They're calling it an MMO, right? They're calling they're, they're yeah. leaning into the grind. They're leaning into keeping you around day after day. Whereas with me, it's like and granted, I'm a special case to some extent, but I actually think I probably represent a, a lot of the uh, listeners out there of. I'm playing the latest and greatest next best thing, right? Like, yeah. I want to finish a game so that I can get to the next game because right. there's so many games to play right now. Yeah. And it's hard to sit there and invest, you know, your life into a game like that. I mean, I'm not going to come back to Destiny for for months. Yeah. Like, until they update the story or they, until they give us another raid or whatever. So, like, I'll play, I'll beat the raid, and then it'll be just like it was before with me, which is I would come back every three, four months or so. Yeah. I don't think they want that. I think they want you there... Every other day, totally, or maybe even once a week, like they grinding out the patrols on the moon and whatnot. Yeah, well, no, yeah, and like doing the things over and over, 
and then therefore spending money in the game, right? Mm-hmm. That's that's how you that's how they get people to spend money in their game is that they come back over and over. Well, if I'm doing that in the months category, not the weeks category, the days, then I'm spending less money, and that's not good for Bungie. Exactly. So I don't know. I don't know. I'm just trying to help them. I know they need a lot of help. No. I don't know. <laughs> I, and when you're like, I'm trying to help them, and you're in this weird pumpkin suit, it's just it's <laughs> uh, number three. A sad one. Former Nintendo lawyer and Kirby namesake John Kirby has died. This is James Bachelor, GamesIndustry.biz. John Kirby, former lawyer for Nintendo, has died. The New York Times reports he passed away last Wednesday following complications with a form of blood cancer. He was 79 years old. Kirby was best known to the games industry for his work with Nintendo, most notably defending the platform holder against a trademark and copyright infringement suit from Universal City Studios. Universal claimed Nintendo's Donkey Kong character infringed on its trademark for King Kong. Uh, The judge ruled that there was no possibility for confusion and that Universal had no right to King Kong, its characters, or its story, since the studio itself had argued these were public domain when it first made the movie. Uh, Mario creator Shigeru Miyamoto named a new character Kirby in John Kirby's honor while the company was gifted while the company gifted him a sailboat named the Donkey Kong Kirby continued to represent Nintendo for several years as well as other high profile clients such as Pepsi and America Online during the 1960s he worked at the the Department of Justice assisting as the head of the Civil Rights Division he is survived by his wife Susan Coleman, two sons, two daughters, three grandchildren, two brothers, two sisters, and many nieces and nephews. Oh, so of course, it's one of those like obviously. Anytime we talk about a, a death in the industry, yeah. it's sad, right? But what a life! That's like you a know great what I mean? Life. I hope at seventy nine, I have that many people, and I've left this cool of an impact. And I had a boat called the Donkey Kong. Yeah, he was you know survived I mean? by his huge family. Exactly. That sounds so nice. Exactly. So he yeah. sounds like a great guy. Exactly. I, I didn't know him, but he sounds like a great guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they, you know, I'm sure somebody out there is like John Kirby. It's like <laughs> I knew. Well, yeah, Universal. Yeah, <laughs> Universal. Like, God damn it, Kirby. Uh, number four, a Pokemon stream all but confirms Galarian. Ponyta. Ponyta, yeah. Kevin over at GameSpot has this report. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pokemon Sword and Shield's Animal Cam style 24-hour live stream turned out to be a largely uneventful thing, but it did give us our first glimpse at another new Gen 8 Pokemon. A mysterious monster was teased throughout the entire broadcast, but only toward the end did we get a clearer look at the new Pokemon, and it appears to be a Galarian form of Ponyta. <laughs> As you can see in the images below, the yeah, new Pokemon bears a strong resemblance to Ponyta. Uh, however, its mane appears to be made out of purple clouds rather than fire, mm. and it has a small horn atop its head, much like a unicorn, which seems to suggest its fairy type. While the Pokemon Company has yet to outright confirm the new Pokemon is indeed a Galar-exclusive variant of Ponita, Ponita's cry could be heard during the stream, lending credence to the theory. After the stream ended, Sonya, Professor <laughs> Magnolia's... This is all Pokemon lore, talk. Greg. Read it. <laughs> Read it out loud. <laughs> Said she'll, quote, collect everyone's reports and create a summary for her grand soon. Uh-huh. For her grand soon. So we'll likely get official confirmation sometime this week. This was, a, this was a thing that... I think Autumn... I saw it on Autumn's timeline. She was browsing through Twitter or whatever it was. Yeah. And I saw what looked like a Pokemon on her screen. And I was like, what's that? She was like, that's a Galarian Ponyta. Mm. And I went, what? Because I know what Ponyta is, and I was like, "Well, what's Galarian?" I didn't even know what that was because I'm again not fully it's a region, in. Right? I'm not. F- it's a region of Pokemon. Yeah. I'm not fully into Pokemon, but I. I like. Is is it the, U- there oh, the UK? UK? Yeah, I think so. I is it? There you go. I thought it was just a funny Kevin thing. That's real. Okay. And uh, and then she was like, "Yeah, they, so they drive on the other side of the road there. Is that?" A- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they Pokemon on the other side of the road. Um, and uh, she said she was like, "Yeah, they they saw it on this like 24 hour Pokemon live stream animal cam." Yeah. And I was like. All these things I had no what idea. What are you about? talking yeah. about? <laughs> but she was really excited about it. Yeah. So, and it sounds like it's fairy type, which is pretty cool. All right. 
That's pretty cool. All right, I'll take it. Yeah. Uh, Bruce, I'm excited to see what else is going to happen with these Pokemon and where they're going to go. What do you mean? But it's, it's just, stick with me. It's just, that's <laughs> so far away. Is, I know it's a segue, but I don't know. That's just, so far away. Okay. If I wanted something more immediate, say what came to the mom and grop shops, where would I go? Uh, you would go to... Kind of funny games. The official, really? the official list. The official list of upcoming software. Just read that. Read you that. go to the official list of upcoming software across each and every platform as listed by the Kind of Funny Games Daily Show hosts each and every weekday. Out today, Junior League Sports on Switch, Crazy Mini Golf Arcade on Switch, Legendary Gun on PC, Infectus on PC, The Void of Desires on PC, Spirit Abyss on PC. Hexa Trains on PC, <laughs> A Nightmare's Trip PC and Mac, Space Robinson Hardcore Roguelike Action PC, Nightlights PC, mm. and then Apple Arcade still dropped four games last night. This is Zach over at Kataka who writes, surprise, last night Apple added four new games to the Apple Arcade service, including the new game Pilgrims from the Machinarium developer uh, Amenita Design and the early release of the Bradwell Conspiracy. It seems Pilgrim was a complete surprise being announced and released all at once. It, it, it's described as a playful adventure game where players will have to explore and meet new characters, helping them and learning about their stories. Uh, the art style looks lovely. Pilgrims is also available now on PC. The Bradwell Conspiracy is a first-person puzzle game with a big focus on telling a story. Following a large explosion at the Stonehenge Museum, you are trapped underground in a secret complex. You have to unravel the secrets of this complex and escape with the help of another survivor. This game was planned to release on October 8th, but was released a little early on Apple Arcade. It will still be released in a few days on PS4, Xbox One, PC, and Switch. Red Out Space Assault is a dogfighting game featuring cool-looking spaceships. Uh, the game has a full career mode and ship upgrades and various ways to control your starfighter. You can kill the engines to slow your speed, making it easier to navigate a small opening. Red Out Space Assault is also coming to PC, though no release date has been listed on Steam. Finally, Nightmare Farm is a new game from the developers behind Neko Atsumi Kitty Collector. Nightmare Farm is described as the story of a painful nightmare spinning in a bright world. Not entirely sure what that means, but yeah, players will have mean? to grow and harvest crops while also preparing meals for visitors to keep them happy. Is that like uh, Farmville but Nightmare Farm? It sounds yeah, I don't it sounds I don't understand where the nightmares are going, right? Cuz if I'm just making if I'm harvesting crops and preparing meals, that doesn't sound horrific, but eventually something bad's going to happen. Like, right? I don't like that at all. That this is all Apple Arcade? All Apple Arcade. Got it. Okay. You're, I don't have an iOS. I, know, I don't have iOS. How do you matter. feel? How do you feel about that? I don't care at all. You're missing on good games, man. No, I'm not. Yeah, you are. I don't. I don't give a grindstone. Yeah. Grindstone. You could be playing grindstone right now. Who? Cappy. Cappy's game. Grindstone. What are you talking about? You're a monster. In that I game. don't care at all. Wow. Is I don't. Below out yet? What? Below. Yeah, below's been out for a while. <laughs> does Does he have an iPhone? No, no, no he God, sucks. No, no. he sucks. Ugh. He's got an iPad though, right? You, you got the you iPad. You don't need an iPhone. Oh, a big old one for comics. Yeah. You well, now you can it. Apple Arcade on it too. What was that? You can put Apple Arcade on it now too. I got the Go games. I'm good. Good point. Yeah, I don't need any games on my phone. I just play on a PC or an Xbox. See, like the Xbox, I have no quarrel with. It's the PC. That's where I get. That's where you get me. What's wrong with the PC? Oh my God, my extensions you and just my don't drivers. Know how to use it. You don't know how to. Use I gotta it. update this shit. Why is the frame rate bad? Well, maybe it's your video card. You don't know how to use it. Oh man, the hard drives are getting they're getting corrupted. It sucks. I don't understand Discord. Exactly, Discord you know I mean? too. You guys, hey, what's your Discord username? Oh, it's Game Over Greggy hashtag nine twelve seventeen. I'll teach you how to use Discord. All you, 
fucking cool. You've been now. There's a bunch of fucking different channels heathens. and groups. Uh, is the mic on? Do they hear me? Talking to a bunch of people too. You guys are heathens. Discord's an extremely powerful hashtag. program. You don't know what you're doing. Yeah, I love their game store. Uh, new dates for you. <laughs> new dates for you. Uh, GameSpot's Oscar Deus reports. Bethesda has announced a Fallout leg has announced Fallout Legacy, a bundle compiling the definitive editions of all the mainline Fallout games. The only catch is that it's coming to the UK and Germany only. Legacy contains Fallout, Fallout 2, Fallout Tactics, Fallout 3 Game of the Year Edition, Fallout New Vegas Ultimate Edition, and Fallout 4 Game of the Year Edition. One notable exclusion, however, is the most recent game in the series, Fallout 76. There's a reason. The PC-only collection launches on October 25th, but Bethesda did not offer any explanation as to why it's only coming to the UK and Germany. Hmm. Uh, up next, PlayStation 4 System Update uh, 7. Is coming out this week. Whoa! You're get a party update. You can now have uh, up to. You're going from eight to sixteen max users in a party. It's why? Because more people need it. They you don't understand Discord, right? You want it easy on your system. They're doing it for you, Kev. All right. Uh, that'll also include accessibility support with the chat transcription has been added in the U.S. only. Uh, there's more for a party, but that's the big stuff. Then remote play uh, is getting an update too. Uh, this will mainly help out Android people like Bruce. For those who want to stream select PS4 games on mobile devices, remote play can now be used on smartphones phones and tablets running Android 5.0 or higher. Remote play is actually really great. I use it. Used it. Yeah, yeah. Now that it, uh, the cool. the uh, they re remember again being an iOS person. Yeah. They released it for the phone and for the uh, yeah. iPad, but they didn't have controller support. Mm -hmm. Now they do. Now they do. And yeah. So I used it in the hotel and I was playing a game and I was actually shocked it's until cool. it all crashed. And oh, then I was like, oh, it's this thing? No, it's actually my internet. So just shit the bed at home. Got so it. I can't blame remote play for that. All right. I'm excited to do more tests on shitty hotel internet where it was running well. Oh, all right, cool. I was very surprised. Um, Trover Saves the Universe is getting uh, important Cosmic Jobs DLC. I think it might be Cosmic Jobs, but I don't know. You know, it's, it's, let's just shorten it up. Trover Saves the Universe is getting free, free DLC, DLC tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, Dune C <laughs> is launching October 10th on Steam. IGN's Tom Marks reports Monster Hunter World Iceborne crossover uh, will add Resident Evil 2 characters next month. Similar to previous events, it appears like players will be able to make their hunters look like Leon Kennedy or Claire Redfield and even dress like the handler up. Oh, no. Even dress the handler up as the imposing tyrant. <laughs> then, if you're a Harry Potter Wizards Unite fan. Oh, man. I used to be. Did you? I, I played it a ton. That was the only mobile game I played. There you go. Well, Dark Art Dark Arts Month is uh, back to get you. It's throughout Ooh. October. Players all around the world will have to work together to protect the wizarding world from the most sinister forces and ancient evils slithering in the dark. <laughs> uh, you can do the Fighting Forces Brilliant Event, Part 1, October 8th through the 14th. Uh, October Community, uh, Community Day is October 19th. Uh, there's another part two of the event is October 22nd to the 28th, and then there's an exclusive Halloween quest. October I, I have so many thoughts about this Give it game. To me. I, I just it's it's so it's such a bummer because I love. Do you love, do you love Harry Potter? I, yeah, I enjoy Harry Potter. You enjoy it. Yeah. All right. I, it, like when they they just did Harry Potter in review where they watched all the movies and ranked yeah. them and stuff, and they were like, "Do you want to be on it, Greg?" And I was like, "No." Oh, I really like so Harry. You no, really no, don't love. No, I I, I like, like Harry it, Potter. I don't, don't feel like it. watching it's three hours of Harry Potter every Sunday. What'd you say, Kevin? Phony. Uh, well, it's, I don't think he's a phony. He's just saying, he sounds like he just likes it a little bit. I do, bit. exactly. Yeah. Um, I love it. I've read all the books, seen all the movies, obviously, tons of times. you seen the play yet? Um, no, but I read it. Okay. I read the play. Um, We're all going to see it in December. You should, you should come. I would love to come. I mean, we already bought tickets months ago, so we, uh, hopefully somebody will Why break. Why did you fucking invite well, me? Well, somebody will break up before then, and then they won't, we won't bring <laughs> this in together. Who will it be? I'll Dice roll. Well, I was going to say, <laughs> but you have to find, so two couples have to break up, though, because I need a ticket for Autumn, too. Oh, fuck. Okay. Uh, either way, uh, I was really excited about this game because I was like, oh my gosh, Pokemon Go. I loved Pokemon Go. Mm -hmm. And it's the same developers, right? And mm -hmm. it's the same concept, exactly yep. the same. Can't wait. Got into it. I've played probably hundreds of hours of this wow. Wizards Unite. It's not good. 
It's not. It's not. It's not a good game. It's you don't like, like a disenchanting a wardrobe or whatever the fuck they so had the, to do? So the entire thing is you're basically doing magic, like, garbage cleanup. Is <laughs> what, that's really all it is. You're just going around, like, cleaning up garbage. That it's like, oh, whoops, there's a troll over there. You, you got you to gotta get rid of him, so you get rid of him. And it, unfortunately, you have to cast 100 times, and you lose your energy. And the, like, the DLC and the currency and stuff, or the, um, the currency and the microtransactions are offensive. Yeah. I, didn't, I didn't spend any money on it. But I've, again, played hundreds of hours of it. And the only reason I liked the game was because I got to see new, well, not new, I guess old Harry Potter characters in a different format. And I got to walk around, which is nice. You get some, oh, you you love get walking, some, yeah. You get some exercise, yeah. yeah. But these community days are just worthless. What? Um, that sucks because Pokemon Go community days are awesome. Uh, yeah, no, they've, been, they've improved. Well, Pokemon Go took years to get good. Of course. Um, so I'm hoping this game will, will, get, will get good. And I, I wanted to be on the ground floor because I wanted to get good at, as the game got better. Yeah. But it's just not good. And I just can't bring myself to play it. Oh, like, man. even today, I was like, going to like, oh, I was like, I'll, I'll, I'll fire it up. I haven't played in a few weeks. And I'm just like, Nah, I'll just look at the news. <laughs> so, just stare out the window of this car. Anything but just anything think about my losing. life or something other than this. God damn, I, I, it's, it's a real bummer though because I love Harry Potter so much, and I just didn't want them to do it do it so bad. Do it dirty, and they did. That sucks. It'll get there. It'll get there. It'll get there. Definitely not. Final new date for you. Iron Man PSVR has been delayed. It's now February 28th, 2020. Uh, Josh Keaton is voicing Iron Man himself there. Oh. I, and I, I call it a delay. I know people are, it's like, they said 2019 when they announced it. Yeah. So the fact that it's not, that's an official delay. Getting to a very crowded month, which we'll get to in a second because it is our first reader mail question. Ooh. Of course, you can submit your reader mail at patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames, where you can get the show ad-free. And speaking of ads, Greg Way, this episode of Kind of Funny Games Daily is brought to you by Hims. Have you noticed Andy and Nick's hair looking better? Wait, of course you have. I, have they? Yeah, and that's because they use Hims. That's cool. Yeah, for real. No, they, they, they noticed uh, their hair was thinning, and they went to 4 like I'm going to tell you to go in a second. And they got there, and they did all the things, and they clicked all the boxes, and the doctor talked to them, and they were like, this is what yeah. you should use. Yeah. And then Andy started getting the gummies, and then Nick started stealing Andy's gummies, and then it became a joke on <laughs> the shows and then Andy was like I'm not joking stop stealing my gummies and Nick <laughs> stop stealing my gummies uh, why do guys turn to weird solutions or do nothing when they can turn to medicine and science? Uh, 4hims.com is a one-stop shop for hair loss, skin care, sexual wellness for men. Thanks to science, baldness can be optional. Hims is helping guys be the best version of themselves with licensed physicians and FDA-approved products to help treat hair loss. These aren't snake oil pills or gas station counter supplements. These are prescription solutions backed by science. Hims was created by a guy who knows there's some men's health conversations that are easier online than in person. So no more awkward in-person doctor visits or long pharmacy lines. For Hims connects you with real doctors online, which could save you hours. It's completely confidential and discreet. You can answer a few questions, a doctor will review it, and if they determine it's right for you, they can prescribe you medication to treat hair loss that is shipped directly to your door. Order now. My listeners can get started with the Hims Complete Hair Kit for just $5 today, right now, while supplies last and subject to a doctor's approval. See the website for full details and safety information. This could cost hundreds if you went to a doctor or pharmacy somewhere else. Go to 4 slash games daily. That's F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot slash games daily for hymns.com slash games daily up next is quip you already know it ladies and gentlemen everyone kind of funny is using quip and it's because it's the best toothbrush out there right kevin yep but what actually makes a better toothbrush? Industrial strength power, claims of miraculous trendy ingredients, multiple modes? If you ask a dentist, they'll say it's less about the brush and more about how you use it. That's why Quip was created by dentists and product designers to focus on what actually matters to your oral health. 
healthier habits. Quip's sensitive vibrations with a built-in timer guide gentle brushing for the dentist recommended two minutes with 30-second pulses ensuring an even clean. Quip automatically delivers brush heads every three months for clean new bristles right on schedule. The sleek, intuitive design is simple to use and comes with a travel cap that doubles as a mirror mount. Uh, these thoughtful features make brushing something you actually want to do twice a day. Good habits matter to a healthier lifestyle, so help with the form of fresh oral health habits with Quip. Quip starts at just $25, and you'll get your first refill pack free at getquip.com games. This is a simple way to support the show and start brushing better, but you have to go to getquip.com games to get your first refill pack for free. Right now, getquip.com games. That's a great URL. It is. Quip.com slash games. How can you forget? You nailed know what it. I mean? You nailed it. Thank you very much. You yeah. know what I mean? Well, that means a lot coming from you. <laughs> uh, Frank Furda wrote in to patreon.com slash games just like you can and says, Good morning, Greg and Bruce. <laughs> Iron Man VR got pushed to February 2020, which is releasing near a bunch of indie titles, such as The Last of Us Part 2, <laughs> Final Fantasy VII Remake, and Watchdog Legions. Is this title doomed? Should Sony have waited? The PS5, or whatever they will call it, should be out next year, and alongside it, a new version of the VR headset. If Sony was going to push a game, why not make it a launch title and make sure it's polished? I'm confused as to why they did this, but there has to be a reason, right? Uh, I mean, I think I can tell you why it's not going to be a launch title for the PS5. Why is that? Because I don't know if they have that much confidence in it. Mm, I mean, yeah. that's, that's what it sounds like to me. In Iron Man VR? Or yeah, the PlayStation in, in Iron Man VR. Okay. No, not PS5. They get plenty of confidence. Here's my thing about it. Where I, I, I do think you'll get a PlayStation VR 2, obviously. I yeah. do not think you're going to get it side by side with the PlayStation 5. Because everybody, oh, every, okay. everybody wants the sticker price down. Oh, you're so, right. No, you're right. Yeah. I don't want to launch a console and then I'll be like, hey, give us $500, $600 for this console. And then also $400 for a new VR headset. Like, that's a good call. That's sticker shock. Nobody will do it. Um, I think they're confident in this. I think the timing doesn't matter because the PlayStation VR audience is rabid and has a great attach rate. Oh, okay. And I think for something like Iron Man VR from Camouflage, who I don't know if you're familiar with the studio, uh, the friends of the show, but like they did Republic, which is great. Uh, Ryan Payton's been uh, all over this game. And from what I've played of it, it's fucking awesome. Oh, great. Okay. And so I think if it when it drops in February, even though it's going to have sti stiff competition around it, I think it's such a different experience than a Last of Us, than a Final Fantasy, mm -hmm. than a Watch Dogs, that you'll be like, I'll get one of those and the other one. Or wait for it to be on sale or whatever like that. But sure. I think they're confident enough in the PlayStation VR audience that they're going to buy it because they're not desperate for content but hungry for it. And yeah. especially really great AAA content, which from my one demo of this game is what it seems to be. How well do these PSVR titles sell? Better than they expect, I think. And that's the other thing, too, where I don't think you have to wait for, you know, it's easy to sit here. And granted, PlayStation 5 has already been confirmed to work with PlayStation VR yeah. Gen 1 right now. Even if you were to say, oh, well, let's wait and make a big impact and put it out with the PlayStation 5, and if they were launching uh, PlayStation VR 2 at that time, you don't need to because there's already a great install base. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? There's already, they already sold more VR headsets than they thought they were going to okay. sell. That's and so good. the fact that they continue to support it, the fact that this deal you know, for this exclusive came around so late in the life cycle of PlayStation VR along with you know, No Man's Sky VR and all these different things, I think they still believe in it, and they still see a lot in it. So I don't think you have to worry about the success of it. Well, then, uh, Greg, I can safely say you know more about this than I do. Thank you. Um, so I'm going to say Greg has refuted what I said earlier. Way to go. Turns out, you know, they're not getting much VR over on that Xbox or PC. Fucking clowns, clowns! You guys, you, you, you know, you know. Mitchell writes in to Patreon.com slash kind of funny games. And then it moved on to something better. 
Oculus Quest is awesome, too. Uh, <laughs> One Night Stand just released on Nintendo Switch, which is a game I first saw during the Kind of Funny Game Showcase. I was just wondering if anyone Kind of Funny has played it yet, and if so, what you thought of it. It seems like a Greg Miller-ass game for sure, and I'd love to hear some spoiler-free impressions before I take the dive. Mitchell, you are 100% correct. You saw One Night Stand at Kind of Funny Games Showcase, uh, second edition, and I'll tell you what. Uh, I did not get uh, anything about a code. Nor did I see it on any list. That Uh-oh. Out. So that's bad. The Everybody... great Greg Miller didn't get a code? No, I'm, this isn't me saying, like, oh, woe is me. This is me saying that's bad marketing right there. Oh, God. That this I isn't, see. as see. you know, everybody who's on the showcase usually is an indie dev. They're usually learning as they go. I thought One Night Stand looked awesome when it uh, got the trailer during the showcase. I will definitely be picking it up, and I will get you impressions. Translation. As quick as possible. Send this man a code. No, don't. I'm saying One I, Night I, Stand. I will buy it myself. You don't have to worry. That's what I'm saying. I'm just saying. He'll do both. Up, just send him a code. He'll but buy it, too. Now you got to wait and see if it's actually good, because I don't know. I can't tell you that part. You know what I mean? I don't want to get out there. Now, we've been talking about the PCs, the VRs, the future techs, uh-huh. and what gets Bruce Green embiggened. The five-star man writes in to patreon.com slash games and says, Hey, Greg and Bruce, I have two questions regarding Google Stadia. Bruce, what do you think of Google Stadia and the potential of games as a medium moving forward in the streaming future? Greg, when is your best guess as to when we will find out the official launch date for Stadia or, at the very least, when the founders will be available to claim their names? I'm so excited for Bruce to be here at Kind of Funny and best Aww. of luck in striking out on your own, the five-star man. That's so nice of the five-star man to say. He's a very nice man. That's, that's a, why he got five stars. That's a, that's, a, that's very nice. Um, the, the potential of games as a medium moving towards a streaming future for Google Stadia, I think Google Stadia is where games are going. Um, I do. I, th- I really think it's, uh, this to me, it... it Smacks of what happened with Netflix when Netflix yeah. first came out and uh, it was streaming, you Disruption. know, three movies. Yeah, everyone's like, This is stupid, they're only streaming three movies. Dumb, no <laughs> one will buy it. Uh, and then all of a sudden, it became that's all anybody ever does now. Yeah, um, so I think we're far away from it. I think we're probably 10 to 15 years away from games being streaming all the time. Yeah, uh, and Google's just trying to get ahead of it. Uh, so I don't know if it'll pick up any steam until two, three years from now. Great point, but but I think it will, and I think eventually. We'll be playing all of our single-player cam- campaigns this way. Uh, I think we'll just be streaming them. Uh, it'll be way easier that way. Multiplayer games are a little different. Yeah, um, latency. Although I've, I talked to uh, Phil Harrison um, at YouTube, and we talked about Google Stadia directly, and I was like, what about multiplayer games? And he, he said, he said theoretically, multiplayer games should be better, better. because all of the servers should be closer so your ping should actually be better than if you were just sitting at home like in the middle of Ohio or whatever yeah, yeah. and you're having to ping somewhere in San Francisco. Instead, you're now just streaming to a server that's right next to the other multiplayer server. Everybody's right there on it, right? Supposedly, yeah. the ping will be better. That's what he told me. He that's said, what we had Jack Beeser on, on We Have Cool Friends uh, two weeks ago. Yeah. And he said the same thing. Yeah. Like, yeah, like theoretically, this is how it's supposed to work. Now, I don't necessarily believe the theoretically part of it. When they say theoretically, I'm like, I don't know if they practiced this a lot. Yeah. Um, or maybe they have, but only from, you know, major cities. Whatever. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah How's that going to work in, a, in Ohio? Right. Um, so I'm kind of waiting for that. I'm waiting for the actual use case. But once we get through all the speed bumps, so like we did with Netflix. Yeah. I think we're going to be doing this a lot. Yeah. Here's yeah. my question for you. Yeah. Do you think Google, you said, you know, two to three years, we're going to be in a different spot. Do you yeah. think Google is committed enough to get there in two or three years? Or are they going to bounce out of it eventually? Gosh, that's a really good question. Because like Xbox and uh, Project X Cloud, I'm so on board. Yeah. I can't wait. I, and I, I'm doing it wrong. I'm a founder on Stadia as well. I can't wait as well. I have no doubt that in two or three years, Microsoft will still be doing this. Google, it's always that thing of, and I, you know, I asked I Jack, agree. and he's like, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have left PlayStation. I wouldn't be here right now if I didn't believe in them and, and their commitment to it. So it, I believe in Jack, so I believe in it that way. But 
It's also if I was betting man, right? If, who's going to fall out of it? It would be Google. It would be Google, right? Xbox, because yeah. they just started. Yeah. I, but I think, well, yeah, you know what? I kind of agree. I agree with you. Um, I think if anybody's going to fall out of it, it's going to be Google. Microsoft's going to stick around, obviously, because they made the partnership with Sony. Yeah. Microsoft and Sony are getting together on this basically versus Amazon and Google because Amazon, you know, Amazon Web Services and Google's got, uh, they own the internet at this point. Um, so I think it's going to be a three-way competition. And the first people to drop out are going to be Google. Interesting. Uh, I think a- and Amazon's going to pick up probably where Google left off if they leave. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I hope they don't. Like, I'm with you. No, like, I don't I, think they, I mean, like, I, the, the thing is, is, if anybody does it, it'll be Google. But we'll know. We'll know how it sells. Yeah. <laughs> After it's, you know, for a year, if they, if they want to keep backing it up. They may just yeah. put it on the back burner and, like, let it, you know, let it live there for a while. And then eventually, once game streaming becomes a big deal, Google will get back into it. Yeah. Um, they've got the backbone. Yeah, totally. You know, they've, yeah, they've got yeah. all that stuff already, so all they need to do is turn it on. And then your question, Five Star Man, of when do I think we'll find out the release date? That is a great question, because, yeah, we still know November is what they've said. Jack won and Budge on We Have Cool Friends, and October is a running clock right now. I think you have to know before the end of October. Mm-hmm. I don't think we get to November and we still don't. So I would predict that we get another state. I, I, don't, I think you get one more Stadia Direct. And I would think probably that last week of October, the week of the 28th, early, probably like the 29th, 30th, I would do a Google uh, Direct there yeah. saying that, guess what? It's going to come. I'm predicting the release date. I'm going to say, I'd predict like the release date. Then. I'm going to say you're going to, 29th or 30th is when you get the Direct. And then I would think you get the the actual launch of Stadia the week of the 11th of November. Of November? Yeah. So you, you think they're actually going to get it out in November? I do. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay. I, th- I think right. they can't have that egg on their face, especially for like their first like thing they've done. Yeah, you know, their first like big like uh, money's invested in it now, right? Yeah. Like Xbox, of course, uh, you know this month is doing the beta for XCloud. Yeah, that you could get into, and it's like like they're they're beating them to market technically, right? right? And it will be, hey, this is how it's running, and it's either going to be really good or really bad, or you know people are going to have impressions based on that. If if they release it in November, it's going to be uh, not featureless, but it'll be like very oh, it's going to be bare bones. bones. It's going to be super bare, and bones. everyone's going to be like, this is dumb. And again, it's going to be like the Netflix thing where everyone's like, this is so stupid. They only have three games that you can play. Yeah. It'll eventually get there. My th- thought on that, and it's you know a, a tired comparison, but I wonder in that if that who's dumb is just going to be the people on Twitter, and then it, oh. uh, who's it going to be the people who bought it? I'm I gave them my money for I want the controller, sure, whatever, and then I want my name more than anything, and mm. I believe in the technology. I, I like this. I want this to happen. Yeah, I'm 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 totally expecting to get it. Plug in my Chromecast and the TV for the first time, yeah. screw around with it one night, and then put it down until 2020 when right. something I want drops day and date out there. That's, that's you know what, what I mean? Because yeah. like I've talked about it uh, already, like I don't, I can't imagine platinuming Cyberpunk. So if Cyberpunk was to be day and date, which I do not believe it is, uh, with Stadia, I would play it on Stadia if Stadia works and is great and everything's awesome. Have you played it? Cyberpunk? No, no, no I, Stadia. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I was at that Google, the YouTube uh, loft thing you were at that one and, time, and it worked fine. Yeah, it worked fine. I was like, cool. Yeah, exactly. Uh, like it wasn't. It actually wasn't bad. The lag wasn't bad. Yeah. But again, I was playing from Los Angeles. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I don't know. Who knows? Yeah, we'll see. A lot of questions, ladies and gentlemen. But we'll get them answered as we get closer and closer to November. Bruce, it's time to squat up. This is where one of the people write in to Patreon.com/slash/KindOfFunnyGames, giving me their name, username, platform of choice, and why they need help in a video game. I read here. The best friends come and find you, and everybody plays games together. Today, Anthony needs help on PlayStation 4. Anthony's username is Timmy underscore Darko, D-A-R-C-O. He says, please, shoot, let me change my name without potentially screwing up a bunch of stuff. <laughs> Anthony, just do it. What are you still playing from the PS3 era? Nothing. Who cares? Just let it go. Change it. 
Timmy underscore Darko. Get the fuck out of here. Uh, with the launch <laughs> of Destiny Shadowkeep, I'm finally looking to Platinum Destiny 2 once and for all. I've never done the original raid and would really love to be carried through the raid and the prestige raid so I can get those two trophies that have eluded me. I know five other players is a lot to ask, but I really would appreciate getting help with this. I'm in the UK, but would love to or would play whatever time I could to get the squad together. Thanks. Anthony on the PlayStation 4. Timmy underscore Darko. Remember, you, it's the prestige, prestige raid, and I haven't done this in a while, prestige raid or a nightfall mission. I, I, I oh. did a prestige nightfall to get that yeah, trophy. The, night, the nightfall's a lot easier. Though. A lot easier, fewer people. You yeah. don't have to worry as much about it. Uh, time to check in on your wrong. Bruce, we ask people watching live on twitch.tv slash kindoffunnygames to go to kindoffunny.com slash you're wrong right. and tell us what we screw up as we <laughs> screw it up. <laughs> That's great. I love that's that. what we do here. You know what I mean? Well, I, when we started a polished podcast, that's what it's all going to be about. Uh, Kebab says, Bruce, you're wrong. PlayStation 4's UI is great. If Bruce wants bad UI, <laughs> he should pick up a Vita, which is 100% true. Let me guess. I can't argue there. You listen to Kind of Funny all the time, and you watch all their stuff because they, all they do is talk about uh, PlayStation. Let me guess. He's got good taste. Yeah. Kebab also chimes in to say, Journey did cost $14.99 at launch. Greg was right. Oh. Um, Alex Russ points out too. Eventually, raid runs become so optimized you can easily clear the content within an hour for Destiny, right? I mean that that's really hard to do. Like I I cleared a few raids in like let's say three hours. Yeah, but even then I still had only done it a couple of times. So it was like I, one one hour is really that's fast. No, right. that's really fast. Fuck you, Alex. No, I'm not saying fuck you. I'm pretty sure Bruce Green just said fuck you. I didn't say any of those <laughs> oh! words. He said go to twitch.tv slash Bruce Green to yell at him if you want to. <laughs> uh, the nanobiologist got got two here. He says uh, wow raids max out at forty people. Like classic Nax Ramis. Oh, yeah. They now are flexible, can range from 10 to 30 people with mythic raids requiring 20 people. Which is, so, again, really, really cool. I, I love the WoW raids, the only reason I would play WoW ever. So, and I never got to them. Nanobile just also said, yeah, the Trover DLC is important cosmic jobs. So it wasn't a typo. Oh, you got um, it right. Yeah, nailed it, as I do. Lord of Pwn points out, Greg, they removed the prestige and nightfall activity from Destiny 2. So you can't do that anymore. Oh. So that's no good. Uh, interesting. Rush, Rush 37 says, Greg, not a you're wrong, but more info. There's a Google Pixel event. October 15th. I was going to mention that. Interesting. I'm going to buy the new Pixel. Okay. Um, I, I do it every year because they do a buyback program sure. with the old Pixel. So this phone's going away. Yeah. But they'll give me like 350 bucks for it. Oh, nice. Okay. Which is awesome. Yeah, yeah. And I was wondering if they're going to do something Stadia related. Yeah, interesting. On the launch next Tuesday. The uh, October 15th is. Next like, Tuesday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, but they're doing a big event where they're like introducing all their like new home automated stuff. and. Oh, really? I believe so. Oh. So, well, I mean, it's, it's a Pixel event, but I wasn't yeah. sure if they're going to do that but too. I, I believe they're also cool. announcing like different partnerships and stuff All right. like that. Okay. So we'll see. Ladies and gentlemen, that's kind of funny games daily. That's Bruce Green. Twitch.tv slash Bruce Green. Of course he's about to do We Have Cool Friends. If you're listening to this later, you can catch We Have Cool Friends on podcast services around the globe, youtube.com slash kinda funny, roosterteeth.com. Uh, let's run you through the host for the rest of the week on this show. Tuesday, it's Bruce Green <laughs> and me. Wednesday, it's me and Gary. Oh, Thursday, Gary. it's me and Imran. Oh. Friday, it's me and Tim. Remember, the games cast is Thursday, uh, 2 p.m., patreon.com slash kindoffunnygames. Uh, it's me, Tim, Fran, and Imran. Gosh, you, you, you have all-stars. All-stars in I know, the we're studio very, very every lucky. single day. I know, right? I, uh, I, feel, I feel privileged. Hollowed halls, you know? I here you are. You're here. gracing us with your presence. It's great. <laughs> Thank you so much, Bruce, for coming up and doing this with of us. Of course. Are you kidding? Yeah. Anytime. We have a lot of cool stuff planned with you. The other thing we've talked about on a Patreon stream, but we didn't do too much about it. I'm happy to announce that. The kind of funny pay per view, oh, yeah. the world championship pay per view is <laughs> I happening. I can't. Are we doing it here? We're it's being recorded here, here tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. You'll see. I have it all over the place. I love it. And Bruce is one half of your commentary team. That's right. So he'll be there as a voice in your ear the entire time, and you'll have more details on that soon. 
But until next time, no, ladies and gentlemen, it's been our pleasure to serve you.